going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this man has been giving you hits for over 20 years now. He gave you hits like Virtuous Woman, Can't Hold Me Down, Never Go Where Pagans Go. And right now, he has a brand new song called African Love featuring Miss Z. You know we have in the building today? We have Warrior King in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? Well, greetings and blessings, man. I'm alive and well. Giving thanks. Most of big up yourself, big up all the viewers. You know, thanks for having me. I'm ready and able and willing to hold a nice reason now. So, you know, it's long overdue. Bless the love. Thank you so very much. Definitely looking forward to a conversation like this with somebody like you. Yes, you're welcome, man. It's a pleasure. Trust me. All right. Well, on this program here, we like to take it right from the beginning and then bring it right up to now 2021. So my first question, like always, is where do you grow up in Jamaica and what attracted you to music in the first place? Uh, where did I grow up in Jamaica? Well, I, I, was, I must say I was born in Kingston Jubilee Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think Portmore was the first place I, I lived as a child from my recollection. But I moved at the age of about four or five, I moved to a parish called Carindan in a district called Sanginetti. Mm-hmm. And I think there was where I, what, I got introduced to music because my father had a shop. He was a, he's also a farmer, you know, and so some every, every now and again, um, sound systems will come occasionally. I know in, in Jamaica culture, music bringing the crowd and, and it's good for business. Mm-hmm. So every now and again, my father threw a dance, you know, and kill a goat and, and, and people come and buy at the bar and music was always around. So I grew up, I love music from then. My mother always playing the Percy Sledge, the Napkin Cole, and the various folk and them type of music. Different genre than reggae, you know, but you know, sound system used to play what's going on in, in like in Jamaica and so forth. So I think there was where I got introduced to music and that was in Clarendon, you know, a, a, a district called Sanguinetti. That's below Spalings, but above Frankfield. Not sure if you're familiar with the area. Yep, I've heard of that area there. Yes. Okay, and that's where it was. And then when did you decide that you've been, you heard this music and stuff, when did you decide that this is, might be something you could get involved with? Well, it's like a calling, you know, when I check it, when I check the issue, when I look back into my life, it's like I got a calling because when I have a premise, because I moved from the country of um, Clarendon, Sanity, you know, and I went to Waterford, Portmore, because my mother and my father got divorced. So there was a split to the family, so my mother took us to Waterford, you know, I, 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 you know, Waterford, you know, so um, when I went to Waterford Primary, I think about the age of maybe nine, nine going on to ten, you used to have some music, it's just a thing with Jamaican culture, you always have like a DJ, like an artist in the class or in the, in the community, so I remember you called Raymond Brown, he used to, he used to like DJ, like keeping a session in a kitchen, who I put it down, no they one pumpkin, rice a piece of chicken, Ghana River, you know, you remember those songs, mm-hmm. you know? So he used to sing, but when he must sing, I used to be the one to play the, like beat the desk, beat the rhythm to what he was saying. You know? So me never have music in my mind to become an artist, no time at all there. So and and then from there, I think when I went to Saint at the Technical High School, that's a, that's a school and in Kingston at Spanish Town Road, mm-hmm. that was where I used to patronize Bounty Killer. I used to patronize Bounty Killer at the time. So when I used to patronize Bounty Killer, um, my classmates I used to call me Bounty Junior. But I was doing it just for fun. So my friends used to encourage me, especially at school, because nobody in the community where I live at the time knew that I, I, I wanted to become a singer. It was, a, it was a school thing. So I got I started in music at St. Anthony Technical High School, patronizing Bunty Killer, so I got the name Bunty Junior. So that's where it all started. Okay, and what year are we talking about here? I talk about 1996, 90, no, no, about 93. 
1993. Come enter 7th grade now, 93. You know, 93. About 1979, 27th of July, you know. So about at the age of 13, 12, 13, so, you know. That's and what a, was it? What was it about Bounty Killer that you liked so much that you said you, you even got the name Bounty Jr.? What was it about him? All right, the first thing, he was a popular artist at the time. So because he was a popular artist at the time, he resonated with all the youths at the time, right? Mm -hmm. The next thing, it was his conviction. His conviction, like on interviews and so forth, I used to admire because even though him daddy the gangster thing and he's still a balance it with the poor people government and like don't know to get her mama she's not in a good mood mama she's not in a good but have the vocal like that again you know them songs eh? you know <laughs> so we used to like the conviction in, 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 when he speak in, 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 in stick by him songs you know so them things that used to inspire me so that i think that was the thing i admire about bounty killer and still admire about him up to this day you know yeah it was really his personality there that really yeah, his personality actually... his personality struck a card with a lot of people you know and you know yes trust me trust me it's a very like a revolutionary to me you know i think if if them time them their channel energy they you know like a revolutionary spirit it will create a, a world power change in the world too you know mm -hmm. yeah no definitely because back then especially back then to this day bounty killer has been my artist since the same thing that you're saying when you see him on an interview that fiery killer when you go to a stage or he would dj you know but when he would talk it would be like a whole you want to hear him talk yes man i love particular music but think I, I prefer it when he speaks you know trust me i love his music i love his music up to this day i love his music you know mm. especially the the, the 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 hardcore and the one drop with him like mama she's not in a good mood like this this is my experience don't know the ghetto book, book book all those songs you know what i mean and even the rude boy songs them still because we used to imitate them too and them time at school we used to clash with other artists so we used to, as a bunch of killer song play me catch it i'm going to school because you know we had turbulence to school you know turbulence right okay so turbulence we used to bring him to clash with them time there you know them time mm -hmm. i think turbulence they used to call him monkey barber them time i was bounty junior so that's how we start out you know yeah, that's how we start out. Loot and Fire used to go to the same school, same way. Mega Bantan, Akai. I mean, a lot of artists come from St. Anthony Technical High School. Yeah. And this was in Waterford? No, this the school. The school mm -hmm. is in Kingston on Spanish Road, but I was living in Waterford at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Got you. Okay, yeah, because that's a lot of prominent people that came from one school at that time there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them. A lot of them. And many more that I didn't even call. Mm -hmm okay so then now you're clashing at school you're just doing whatever what was your main purpose what did you think you were going to do outside of being an artist all right at first at first uh, my mother my mother is a nurse right uh, is a was a nurse because she's retired now right so um i grew up around the medical thing my mother like she was in charge of all the centers in portmore you know if i'm in portmore right mm -hmm. she was in charge of all the centers in portmore and Sometimes people get injured, who get chopped, who get stabbed, all kind of bruises. They used to come to nurse, nurse, nurse houses. That's my mother's house, you know. So we always assist her with it when she wanted, she wanted guys, she wanted some form of medicine, she wanted nigger. Me, I handed to her, you know. When we used to go primary school. We used to go primary school. My mother used to come and vaccinate all all the kids. I can give you one funny scenario. Like one time when my mother come at a school, nobody knew that it was my mother at the time. And and, and you, we hear the kids them talking, yo, don't go to that nurse. She had a wicked one, she just drop the needle in her hand. You know? So we never make them know some mother. Can we get all of my shot them when I was home? I get them at home, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um I just so the vibes start and so at, at first I wanted to become a doctor. That was my first career choice. 
until I went to St. the Technical High School. We, we, we started engineering. I, I was, I'm an engineer still, you know, mechanical engineer. That's, that's my thing behind, behind, behind music. You know, metal work, welding, fixing air conditions, those such, you know, that's what I did at school. You know, but um, the biology, but Shubha couldn't anger the whole blood situation. I think that was the thing that determined from becoming a, a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. I totally hear you. Okay, so you have an engineering background also. Okay. Yes, so yes. in your journey here, what came first, Rastafari or actually recording and going doing music? Doing music. Do, all right. I, I was going to the, the Kingdom Hall, the Java Witness Church. Mm-hmm. So my mother um, was very strict. He is very strict up to this day. You understand? Mm-hmm. So my mother religiously every Sunday we had the Kingdom Hall. Every Tuesday, we're at the Kingdom Hall. At Thursday, we have Bible study. And so it's like every day of the week, we so I forgot church because of my mother. Mm-hmm. So, so we always have that, um, what do you call it now, religious background. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we have to study the Bible. You know, it was it was mandatory in that sense. You understand? Mm-hmm. So well, that's a music, really. I started singing music. But I, at the time, I was singing as a youth. It was just all for the fun. All for the fun, for the, for the legend support, you know? In the beginning, it was just for the fun. We never know the purpose of words. We just sing because it made me happy, and I see it made other people happy, and people got excited when I opened my mouth. So I just did it for fun. Then, like, me always have this yearning inside of me. I want to know about the Creator. I want to know about God. But I can remember when I was going to stats. You'd have some youth name one 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 youth name Skiller, one name Buddy, mm-hmm. and Paul. So, so the music they ever talk about Africa, the mothers are talk about His Majesty Marcus Garvey and all them things, you know. So it struck a card inside of me. So me start refer back to the Bible, like when I say, yo, all them talk some things in the Bible, and we never read it. When, when we were at church, we never really make much emphasis on it at the time, you know. So we start studying the, the Bible for myself, like from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. Mm-hmm. You know, so all them things we start reading the philosophies and opinion of Marcus Garvey. We start learning about, we start studying more in history. Can we start questioning things like going to high school? Um, when I was going to high school, I was I was like, yeah, but I was a prefect at school. You understand what a prefect is? Explain to me. Uh, a prefect is like, all right, I start from a class monitor. I was a class monitor at every class that I went to because I was good with the academics and because mm-hmm. of my discipline. I was a disciplined student. So because of that, people used to put in leadership positions so you can 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 guide the other students, even though you were the same age group. So being a prefect now, it, it moved from just being the, to, to the to the classroom than to the entire school. You know, at one point they wanted me to be the head boy of stats, but because I was a DJ and was a DJ, they said I wouldn't be a good example. So 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 you know those things remember school is like mainly from religious education class. I want to get a hundred percent, you know. Mm-hmm. In a religious education class, so yeah, I study Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve scenario. Yes, and what I'm saying that you know, I used to leave from religious education class. Yeah, first I must apologize about the break, you know, to the, to the people who are viewing the program. You know, mm-hmm. my apologies, right? So, as I was saying, was when I was attending Saint Andrew Technical High School, I used to leave from religious education class, and I remember, you know, I want to score maximum scores and 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 the, and the tests in that, in that class. Mm-hmm. So we were taught about true biblical teachings, you know. So what, and then we leave from religious education class, Isha class, and Isha today. So we evolved from Homo sapiens and apes and all them things. There, I'm mm-hmm. still one square hundred, which is very contradicting. Mm-hmm. 
the, both sort of contradict each other, you know. Mm-hmm. We start studying the dictionary because I must say we meet some youth as stats, so we call them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Skilla, Buddha, and Paul. Those mm-hmm. are the first three youths we start here to talk about um, African, Ethiopia, His Majesty, Marcus Garvey, Pan Africanism, and such. So mm-hmm. it drew my curiosity. So we start dig I'm on. So those are the things that start happening to me now. We start um, paying more attention to things, you know, not just accept everything just like that. So I start read the history books now. It it, it contradict what the Bible teaching, mm-hmm. and the Bible uh, contradict what the history, history books are teach. And at the same time, knowing the history where African people have been through that old that old ordeal of slavery and such, and 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 reading the philosophies of Marcus Garvey and the teachers of His Majesty, you know, who is a Christian king, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that led me to the part and the journey that I am on today, you know what I mean? Just for the viewers' sake, you know. For sure, one hundred percent. I'm not a person that push religion on people still, you know, because I, I'm a respecter of everybody's faith, you know. Because if you, if you even study his Majesty's teachings, he say anybody that fight against the next man's religion is he, not is against those type of people. So if you say a Rasta man fight against the next man's religion, I don't think that's a true reflection of what his Majesty represents. Mm-hmm. So I'm not of that sort, you know. If you notice my song, I say I'll never go to pagans go. I never say you don't go, you know. I'm talking mm-hmm. about myself. So if you want to follow that example. Mm-hmm. Give thanks, you understand? Yeah. So that's how I, 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 I end up along the way because when we check it, the Bible talk about the line of tribe of Judah. You know, Jesus Christus, our Christ, that lineage is Madis is from the same lineage. You know, and when you study his Madis's speech, you know, make reference to Christ and all them things, you know. So those are the things that keep me on the path. So, you know, it's like it reminds me of all the great traditions. So, you know, it's a restoration of the Solomonic dynasty. You know, this story about the Queen of Sheba. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever read the Kebernicus before. I've never read it, but I've heard bits and pieces yeah, that, of it. That, that, that's yeah, Ethiopian history. It's very sacred in Ethiopia. And, mm-hmm. and what I've searched about that, it was originally written on Tamil skin and then translated in, in Giz. That's the original language of Ethiopia. And then, then to Amaric, you know? And then through that now, the Queen of Sheba story is where Solomon was the king of Jerusalem, was, was the son of King David. Mm-hmm. So um, he was building the Temple of the Mosai at the time. And, and there was merchants from all over the world who came with different things for to, to like gold, uh, timber, l- lumber, all different things that he needed, material that he needed to, to mm-hmm. make it happen, you know what I mean? So Ethiopian merchant went there and on his visit to, to Jerusalem, he, he, he was very amazed and amused by the wisdom of Solomon. So he went back and tell the queen of Ethiopia, her name is Makeda, the, in the Bible they say the um, queen of candy, something like that, you understand? Mm-hmm. So when she was so in love, because at the time I think the Ethiopians them at the time, according to the history, they used to worship different things like the sun, stones, different things. People have their own things, you know. But he was to say, all right, you know. But she went to Solomon, and she fell in love with his wisdom, and and make an oath within herself. She make an oath with the, with the, with, the, with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and you, you know you know the whole story. You understand? So, um, I think before she left to go for to to to, to Ethiopia back to her home. Solomon is, you know, is a love of woman, woman, you understand? So she was very beautiful. She was a virgin queen, according to the story that I, I've read. And the night before she went back to Ethiopia, he kept a banquet for her, like a ceremony. Mm-hmm. So he tell, he, he, he tell the chef them because he wanted to lay with her, you understand? But she was about that. She was just, and I mean, she liked him, but she was a queen. She was as rich as him. So he was a rich king, but she was wealthy also. So she didn't really want anything from him. She she was all about the wisdom of God and, and how he governed his kingdom. So she wanted to make her kingdom a better place, mm-hmm. you know? So and the night before she left, I said, you know, um, he, kept a, he kept a banquet and he, he tell his chef, 
to make this food spicy and, and, and didn't put any water on the table. We put wine and juices and them things there, you know. So in the night now, in the night, I'm sorry to draw the story like this, but I'm just explaining, you know, people who, for people who don't remember read the Cabernet I read the ancient scrolls. Um, mm. In the night, I think they were, they were staying in close by chambers. I think a, a curtain or something separated them. So the queens make a vow with, with Solomon said, please, don't make a vow with me that you will never try to take me by force. And he said, no problem, make a vow with me, don't touch anything in my palace. And she laughed. Mm -hmm. You know why she laughed? I bet why? you couldn't tell me. Because she said, Solomon, I am wealthy as you, I have gold, myrrh, frankincense, I have all the things, so what would I want to touch in your palace? Mm -hmm. I came here for wisdom and to know about the, the God of Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham. You understand? Mm -hmm. So Solomon said, let's make the vow. And she said, okay, no problem. So in the night now, in the night, the spices, the spicy food start talk upon our taste buds. But I, I, must, I shall mention before that the, the, um, the king, of, king Solomon, he put a jar, mm -hmm. a container of water, which, a transparent jar that she could see that water was in it. In her close proximity, where she could see it, you know. So the taste buds, she wants she spicy food that she want water. Water alone can quench that feeling. You understand? Mm -hmm. So as she was, she about to take up the water. Now Solomon was watching her through a, through a kind of his eye. So she about to touch the water. He held her hand and said, "Why you want to break the vow that we made? You said you say you wasn't going to touch anything in my palace because I said I wasn't going to take you by force." And she said, "But this is water." And Solomon said to her, "So what is more precious than water?" What, what is more precious than water? Mm -hmm. You understand? Life is precious. Water is precious than gold and diamond. Because you can't live without diamond and gold, but you cannot live without water. No, no living thing, as a matter mm -hmm. of fact. Mm -hmm. So they break the vow. She drank the water. They made love. A child came out of that union, Melilik. Melilik the first, they are da within Ethiopian language, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was, and that was how the Solomonic dynasty was, went into Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. So that is how you have His Majesty as the 225th. Um, um, descendant from Solomon and David. Mm -hmm. So all of them information now keep me on the journey that I am. And, and many more. We can talk from now till tomorrow. So I just want to make it brief. I know true musician, I don't want to be like a religious figure to the people, but I just mm -hmm. want to give me a brief. Those, and you can research from there. So those are some of the things. And also like, you know, when I check the Bible, there is only one place in the entire world that you have kings in our time, which are, which are, which are called the titles. King of kings and lord of lords and conquer land of the tribe of Judah. And that, that place, that place is in Ethiopia. Mom, mom, that place is in Ethiopia, you understand? Sorry about that, you know, that place is in Ethiopia. So, so all them things there, I must keep me on the path that I am today. I never deter because the truth alone can set you free. You know what I mean? And many other things, I must have studied the Bible, read a lot of books. A lot of books about our history, not just the history of slavery, but before what were what Africans were before slavery. So all of them things and going to I've been to all the different mansions of Rastafari, like the twelve child Naya Bingi, the Orthodox Church, mm -hmm. you know. So all of them things uh, is a part of the strength of my journey. You know? Right. Yes. One one thing you mentioned when, when I, I asked you about Rastafari was you said that you first started out as a Jehovah Witness. So how did you say Rastafari and your parents or your mom saying Jehovah Witness? How did that mesh together? At first, you see the song I sing, Never Go the Pagans Go. Mm -hmm. That song is a letter to my mother. A lot of people don't know that mm -hmm. because, because of my conviction, I went through a lot of tribulation. You know, I had to move out of the house at times when, when you know, my mother never too liked the Rastafari thing, so it was rough because nurse boy turned Rasta, nurse boy should be a doctor, nurse boy should be an engineer. 
because but that didn't happen. I said Rastafari, I start more Afrocentric, my diet change, my whole thought process change. You know? Which we give thanks to the foundation that was set by my parents, you know, especially my mom. Mm-hmm. Through being a Jehovah's Witness and stuff, because I learned the Bible, through going to church and learn certain discipline. Mm-hmm. I can't remember specifically that the hymn that was sung in the Jehovah's Witness Church was called Warrior King. So I think the whole inspiration that that, that, that they came from there. Because mm-hmm. Kid was the one who gave me the name Warrior, you know. I must say that's the next question, the next journey still, but you know? Yeah. I went through tribulation, man, you know, so I write the song, Never Go, The Pagans Go. Cause I want to tell my mother, say, yo, mythology and illusion are always burning. Corruption <laughs> and confusion will be true. So it's really a letter to my mother, but it became a great song. So I put, so I express my song, I express myself best through my music. Mm-hmm. So when I'm feeling, most of my songs, there's a story behind it. It's not just singing and rhyming words. That's why maybe you don't see me come out with a million songs sometimes. Mm-hmm. My songs are come out at a certain, they are divine to me. So I, 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 my inspiration comes selectively and, you know, because 20 producers give me a rhythm, out of the 20 rhythm, maybe one producer do rhythm will give me, I maybe not know the producer, but that's rhythm that me, I got the inspiration for. So we just move with that vibe, so that, that's a part of the journey also. So Definitely. it wasn't really an easy road because sometimes we'd have to sleep on the house that because my mother would lock me out. We sleep on people veranda, they have to move the country one at a time. But, my mother good, you know, don't get me wrong, you know. But at the time, she never, she never have the overstanding and she think me a ton cr- In a Jamaica, you know, when you're a ton rasta, it's like you're a ton cruff. All the money she, she invested in my education is like go down the drain. And, and now look at me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. i never been in controversy. i never in a fight with nobody. I'm always positive in my own way. But mm-hmm. me say, I see through God, I see God through the spectacle of Ethiopia. That's mm-hmm. the, the main difference between I and, and most. Um, Western Christendom, you understand? I see got you. Like what Marcus Gabby said, the white man see got you, his white spectacle. Nothing is wrong with that. If the Chinese man see got you, his one spectacle. Nothing is wrong with that. The black man, though it may be too late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We see got you, the spectacle of Ethiopia. So that is what I did. And it keep me on this part today. Big. All right. That's very interesting because I'd never think that never go where pagans go would actually be that personal to you because i know okay it's a great song but i never knew the whole meaning behind it and all that that's that's very interesting from the beginning behind, behind, behind every great man is a great woman behind every great song there's a great story you know so a lot of people i never really talk about this much you know a lot, a lot of people don't even know the um the inspiration behind that song but it's not a eight song really just trying to tell my mom your mom no matter what you try to do like for example one day my mother said all right but just my mother said she'll cook some food for me as a rasp i said wow yeah. This is some cabbage and thing cut up. I'm saying, what? Mama, accept me now. But some use my fork and go through the cabbage with some pork and some piece of chicken. <laughs> you understand? So, 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 so it's like that just drive me and say, yo, we get a reading from Calibur. The producer of the song never go to pig and go. I'm just right, express my feelings. I never go to pig and go. I never do what he can. Rastafari give her the guidance. I never go astray from my roots and my culture. Neither would I forget my homeland, Mama Africa. We grow my Congo and separate from the vipers, from the vampires. You know, that's the, if you listen to the song, it's, it's, like, it's like a letter. And I must tell the people them now that, you see, when I was going to um, primary school, uh, I think primary school, yeah, primary school, uh, all in school at the time, I used to make money from writing letters. Like, my friend used to like a girl over there, but he never know to express it. So back in the day before email and everything, they come in, we used to, I used to, they used to pay me money, I'm just write a letter like I'm the person, and write some, and then to, some of them even married today. You understand? So I have a gift for writing when I'm when I'm really serious. When I'm second on and focus, mm-hmm. I'm a good writer, you know? Words, words are definitely your thing. And the Proverbs of Solomon. So we learn from 
from those scripts, you know, from those manuscripts. Definitely. Wow. That's interesting there. All right. You brought up something there quickly too. You said Frisco Kid gave you your name. How did that come up? All right. I, I said before, my first name was Bunty Jr. while going to school. Mm-hmm. Then it changed from Bunty Jr. to Jr. Kid. Then I brought in by the name of Steady Rang, you're not a kid anymore, you're a king. Then then, then my, my manager at the time, Freshfoot, he took me around Frisco Kid because he said, I want to show you that artists are normal people like you and me. So Frisco Kid is a downturn to you. So you've been around him and he said, I see the talent in you, but you have to realize that artists are, are normal human beings like, like anybody else, you know, just have the gift and the talent. So being around Frisco Kid, him just start calling kind of a warrior and everybody start calling kind of a warrior king and it just happened natural. Even me not to realize it just start up natural. So that's mm-hmm. how I got the name. But for me, nothing happens coincidentally in life. You know, like even me doing an interview now with you, I would try the other day, I would, about three times we try now, it happened for the third time right now. So mm-hmm. even way I tried it now, the rain come and all kind of thing come and it still happen. <laughs> so it's like, it's a divine thing, you know, because Christ is a warrior king, mm-hmm. you know. Being a warrior king is not like somebody have a gun and shoot people, or have a cutlass, or a machete, or a sword, and chop out. Is a word. My my weapon is my words that come out of my mouth, you know, and my actions. The, them things that you know, intelligent of you in this time, in intellectual capacity of you say um conquer the Eden. You understand? The intelligence and and just like I'm telling you with Solomon, he used wisdom and conquer the queen, made love to her and get a child, you know. So, so I'm not telling many other scenarios where where great kings use the same mm-hmm. thing. So I'm I'm like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a, a lot of people you know warrior king. I think when they say warrior king, they go and see me with two guns on my waist or two swords. I'm not gonna tell them on this. I'm not no. Mm-hmm. That I'm not that type of person. You know what I mean? I'm a, a fighting about. I'm a warrior now, so a king. So I'm a royal person. You know. Mm-hmm. Yet still, I'm I'm a fighter of truth and right through the words and the message in the music. Mm-hmm. So that's where it is, you know. Because you mm-hmm. cannot fight Babylon system. With, with gun and knife and everything, they are the ones that making the bombs and the grenades and the gun. You have to use intelligence to organize the people's mind. Because from the change the thought process of people's mind, you can ever change the action of people. You understand? So, so that's what I do to the music. Definitely. I agree 100%. Your big breakout song came out 20 years ago, Virtuous Woman. All right. How did you even get to the studio to record that song? And was that actually your first song that you recorded also? All right, that's what, what was the first official song recorded as Warrior King. Because I said, one time as Junior King, I used to be like, I used to be in a duo. So I a lot of story, a lot of history. But sometimes sit down and talk about it. I mean, I remember everything one time. Sometimes your reason, part, part, portions of it come out at a time. Mm-hmm. I used to be in a duo with a youth called Licker Blacks. Now he's persistent. But mm-hmm. as Warrior King, that's my first official release. Mm-hmm. You know, but let me tell you the history of that song. I'm going to tell you, I'm a reader of books. I'm a lover of books. I love to read books. You mm-hmm. know? So most of my songs that come through inspiration are reading or listening or, or, or documentary or cassette or CD or maybe YouTube nowadays, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I was reading the philosophies and opinion of Marcus Garvey. You know the philosophies and opinion of Marcus Garvey, right? You um, don't see my shirt I have on right now. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. See that? <laughs> all right. So you know, so you were supposed to know if you wearing wearing that shirt and you have read the philosophies and opinion of Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey was the one who said, No real man can live without a woman. Like night today, so it's a woman to a man. So I took that idea, that's how the song came because at the time we wanted to get the break. We, we check different producers. We check different producers, right? And a producer with a gear rhythm. So when me get the rhythm to be honest at first, me never liked the rhythm because remember my status as a DJ. So me designed game, I said to my manager, I said, what kind of old time rhythm is that give me a star? 
Them time them in a know, you know, I don't know about bridge and them thing they you know. Cause when I ride a bridge, that was the first bridge I ever ride in my life. As a singer, as a, mm -hmm. as a songwriter, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I got the rhythm and and I love never to dig the rhythm, so um in the morning, I tell you all the whole thing start. Like in the morning, every morning we used to live at Waterford. So every morning I used to go to the Caymanas Park. Or you know Caymanas Chat in Waterford. Mm -hmm. I used to run around the arse. So they used to trouble me and say, yo, they're the faster than the arse them. Because I used to could I, I could run. I make him make it start fast again. But I used to run so fast, they think I was faster than the arses. So I used to race them like, you know, every man they train them with a, with a race, um, tra um, train the arse them, like, give them some exercise or whatever. So when me I try to run for the earth outskirts of the track, I try to keep up with the arse. So the man used to chop me after a while because I used to go there so regular. So me come to every morning, like religiously, we used to check fresh food, that's my, my farmer manager. And then we have the rhythm, and give me a rhythm from the I buy a cassette. Like, I got that rhythm, Zion get rhythm, and I buy a cassette, not even CD. Because CD was so popular at the time. Mm -hmm. So I listen to the rhythm and he never grabbed me, he never grabbed me either. But he said, you go and sing You want first water come, wash your face. You understand what I'm saying? For sure. If opportunity come, you Take want the break, no matter whether you like it or not, you have to jump at it. So that was what happened. And as I go over, I start listening to the rhythm, Shuba Shuba come and then the real man can come. I choose sometimes you read it, but sometimes I never read the book at the time, but it does come in my subconscious, subconscious mind and it does come out in other words. So that's how that song came out. You know, I'm a practice it, I practice it. I went to the producer, it's Michael John and Lion Paul label. Mikey mm -hmm. John, Michael Johnson, he's, that's the name of the producer of that song. And I went to him and he, he was overwhelmed with the song and we got stood and we sing it one time. We sing it one take, you know, one take. Engineer put on the rhythm and then and then when he put on rhythm, I sing it. He called me back in the evening, called back my manager and said, yo, I feel like you can sing it better. Although, although myself and, and my manager at the time, we say it was perfect. So mm -hmm. me kind of feel a little downhearted, you know? Kind of want to break up. I said, John, no, stop. Look how my voice sounds good and want me to sing it again. But I said to myself, say, if this producer, because this producer produced Capitan, she looked good in her clothes and, and, and many other songs. He was a reputable producer at the time. So mm -hmm. I said, if this, me as a no-name artist and this producer want me to re-record again, that means he must have some interest in my talent and my career. So I just brush out my shoes again, went back to Anchor Recording Studio, and the rest is history. That's how that song recorded. And a lot of things inspired that song. Like, I must say the philosophies and opinion of Marcus Garvey. Reading the Bible, they place all the blame on women, you know, because Mary, watch the story for myself. I must say, if a man give you a gun, muscle, right? If me give you a gun, I say, shoot, shoot Tom. And you go shoot Tom. Who you gonna blame? I should blame myself, but I'll probably blame you. All right, all right, all right. So that's how, that's how the whole concept of the song comes. Because, mm -hmm. according to the story, you know, it's a story where when you read the scripture and the Bible, you know, mm -hmm. I just read it based upon, um, just, just take it, just like it. I, I see the lessons that I can learn from the stories in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So the different lessons. So that lesson me that say, no, you couldn't blame the woman for all the wrongs of the world because the, both of them were told not to do this and not to do that. Mm -hmm. So if somebody tell me and Moses say, don't do this and don't do that. And then Moses look at me and tell me, so go do that. Me, I know the right. I, I was told, I was given this. Both of us were given the same instructions. So I couldn't blame you for my mishap. So, but they want to kind of change that concept. And because the next thing that inspired the song, on the 2nd of November 1930, I don't know if you know about the coronation of His Majesty. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's normal in Ethiopia when kings are crowned, they're normally crowned and their, their queens or their wives are crowned maybe a week after or three days after. Mm -hmm. But on this coronation the 2nd of november what made it more historical is that his majesty was also crowned with his with his queen empress menin 
and she was giving titles just like him and she was anointed with oil and she was giving certain certain ornaments which were very sacred mm-hmm. so that 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 showed the balance his majesty set an example that women should play equal roles in their day-to-day activities so you know so that's oh that's the song i come and have some serious inspiration reading the proverbs 31 it tell about a virtuous woman her, her price is far above so the inspiration i come from many places there was an article also published in the, in the, in the Gleaner Observer where Muta Baruka and Yasa Safari, you know, I think those were the two, they were debating who was a virtuous woman. So many people think a virtuous woman is a woman that never had sex before mm-hmm. or never had a man before. And, and Muta and, 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 and Yasa Farah said, no, a, a virtuous woman can be a woman who has been in maybe more than one relationship, several relationships, because sometimes a good woman goes through bad experiences. That don't make she a bad person. She got she go with muscle, but muscle intention wasn't good for her. But she loved him, so she have to move on and move on until she find the right person that so that don't tarnish her character. She held her grounds and did what she did what she's supposed to do. That made her virtuous because her, her character and her and her qualities. So all of this inspired the song Virtuous Woman. And that's the song that was the first song on record for Warrior King. And the first song went boom all over the world. You can you can imagine that imagine that. A lot of artists singing songs, maybe 20 songs, 10 songs. But the first song that I put out as Warrior King was a big song. So me can tell you, I just Jai Almighty, I've been earning my career from day one. It's not about me. If I leave me alone, that wouldn't happen, you know what I mean? So the powers is greater than just I and I. So me always say to myself, say, even though my wife managed me now, and we have, we have managers before, me always say, Jai really, the creator really my manager. Because mm-hmm. he guided me along the way, even when I even didn't know, you know what I mean? 100% true there. When did you know that song was really taking off and getting a buzz? At what point do you know, okay, we have a big song here? When I know, when I know it was a big song, I tell you when I know, I was going to an engineering school called Entai, National Tool and Engineering Institute. Because when that song was released, I was going, still going to school. Mm-hmm. So I was coming from school on a bus one day. And the song started playing, like the bus started rock from left to right. Everybody has sing the song. And a man in front of me sit down and a man in front stand up and, you know like you sit down in the bus like i'm sitting now mm-hmm. somebody was you know jamaican bus it when it when it ram it ram you know the, and there's a seat alone every, all the passing space everything full up so a man was in, in beside in front of me i must sing this song yo that i'm a bridge you know me know them you there now many of you they grew up together but me i said to myself say grow up together then i mean sing the song so at that point we realized that this song you mongos guy the bridge and i said you know the singer and i tell me say, you know the artist when i was the artist so we find that very um, amusing and realize that people really love the song. So that's mm-hmm. one of the first instances of you know, so the song take off. All right. You know? And what was your next move after you put out that song there and you're buzzing, crazy buzz right now? What was your next move as an artist? Now? We, start, we start work on an album with Calibud. Mm-hmm. That was the next move. We start working on an album, you know, but like, never go the pagans go, you know, those songs were recorded previously before. Never go with the pagans go. We have a song called Rough Road. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. A song called Empress of Divine. Those songs were recorded before. But the reason why those songs did come out at the time, I can't be honest to the viewers, and I never said this before on record. Mm-hmm. When at the time, yeah, Fresh Hood was my manager at the time, right? We started recording some songs for Calibur. So, you know, separation start liquid, things start get rough. Because we were studio, and sometimes we don't have no money for go back home. So, sometimes we'd have to stay overnight in Kingston. And sleep somewhere, maybe in the studio or somewhere near where we carry this all our vibes till a man. Maybe they put a kind of reason till a man, but sleep a kill with. 
But when you have the bus, if you go home, pay the taxi fare at the time. Because when you touch after certain hours, bus stop runs, so you have to take taxi. We couldn't afford the taxi fare. We wanted the bus, so we have to steal it. So it's like, one day we, we, we check Calibud, that is a producer for Never Go to Pagans Go. So my manager checked him at the time, that a fresh food. And he said to him, yo, um, Kali, when you go put out the song with the artist, you know, because you know, things kind of rough and the artist's mother kind of get rough on him. She don't understand the culture we my do. And sometimes the artist have a bounce here, there. And sometimes, one of the time they end up a country, the farming, and they start cut people grass. So one of the time, just, just because I'm a faith, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and Kali would look at the producer at the time, manager at the time, and say, yo, manager and artist, not to ask producer when, 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 um, manager and artist must not ask producer when a song come out. So, Fresh Food at the time was very upset. Because I'm young, I'm a little youth, and I'm a uniform. I don't understand, but I understand the business more than me. I say, yo, you can't tell me that. Mm-hmm. I come to Bobby Digital Studio for me, a little youth in a uniform. I don't want to kill her, because he was an artist too, before he became a manager. So, I know you're busy, you can't tell me that. So, I get, get mad and pull me on. I say, come Warrior King, man. You have talent, you have bad artists. But be, be honest to you, when he, when he make that move, Every faith, every confidence in my job out. Come here, say, in my mind, I think one of them songs there, when at the studio, I boss me. I think Pagan will boss me. Mm-hmm. I think episode of Vine will give me the break, or Rough Road, one of them songs there. So that's after that happened now. That's after that happened now. We go find Virtus, man. Come here, say, yo, it's like, I feel like hopeless. I felt hopeless. I mean, I said, Judge, I know I'm fresh with, fresh with at the time, I never tell you, like, he, he gave me confidence. I said, yo, you're a bad artist. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say if you find them songs that you can find better, you know, and Admiral Tibet always tell me I think so the best is yet to come. So for some reason that always resonates from, from, from the table of my art, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'ma say even when Virtus Man bust now, the Pagan drop a road. So true, we do have a couple songs with him already. We say we're gonna do the album with him. So so we mm-hmm. start rap on the album. So that was the next step. And Virtus Man came out maybe 2002 and the VP Records label. Mm-hmm. So so that that, that that was what happened. Crazy. So it's almost like you had to step out to come right back in to really get the big monster song and push the career forward. Yes, yes, that's how it go. And sometimes, sometimes you, 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 I'm gonna tell you something. When we learn in life, mm-hmm. sometimes you can't be upset because you see, even though Calibur degree your attitude, but this is a lesson I try to teach your people who are listening now. Maybe you learn to muscle, but you look mm-hmm. like a wise person. See, sometimes some things happen to you, and people might be rough at you. Do not hate them. Because at this end of the day, you know, Calibur said that many of my hit songs come through Calibur Records. You understand? Many hit songs. And uh, as a matter of fact, the foundation of Warrior King career, uh, 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 Calibur music really produced most of them. Most of the songs that you mentioned in the beginning. You understand? So, but if I didn't step away at the time, maybe the song Virtus Woman would have never come. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what I try to teach is that we have to learn to forgive because sometimes the father works in mysterious ways, the creator works in mysterious, the mother of creation works in mysterious ways. So you have to just see the lesson you're, you're supposed to learn and just move, don't carry the animosity because the, the, the same door that closes is the same door going to open opportunities for you also. So that's a lesson I hope somebody can learn something from it. You get it. And especially being in the music business, you have to be very patient and understand that people are in different places in their life. So sometimes what you want isn't what they want. And what you think is going to be the best for you isn't what they think. So you have to work together. Yeah, and look at it. Now, Calibur have two albums. We have our next album in the pipeline. So mm-hmm. everything I'm for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes frustration and, and, and stress bring out the best of you. You know, you, you have that ability, a capability to do. So, so give sometimes the people that will put you to the most stress, you have to love them up and kiss them up the most. You understand? 
because they bring out the best in you. You know what I mean? Remember Bob Marley saying, no, enough of the big songs of Bob Marley get that two people, two, two people, you know, stress and things. Like, can't get me down. Them songs, they come through frustration and the media in Jamaica, like, like they want to lock me off one at a time and I just said, them can't get me down and all kind of things. So enough songs come through, enough, enough stress and frustration give, give great inspiration. Mm-hmm. And you you brought it up because that was the next song I was going to ask you about. Can't get me down. You know what I mean? Because that was a big one. Because I think at this point here, you had had the big songs. There was a break. And then you came with this next big one here. If I remember, that's how it went. Yeah, that's how it went. You know, And that that was that's what was on my second album, mm-hmm. um, All of Faith. You know? But you, you, ever read, you have a book called Acts of Faith? No, I haven't read that one yet. It's a good read. It's like a booklet you read every day. You know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a booklet. It's a book you read even up to this day. I still read. I have it in my vehicle, same way. Mm-hmm. And and I was reading a part of it. You know, say what you want to say. That's not my concern. And so that's how I get the idea. of The song came into that. So that's mm-hmm. how we said through reading, we get a lot of inspiration and listen to people like conversation. So some of you right now for my songs, mm-hmm. you know, frustration and you know, you know, we come out to the big song now. As a youth, it's, it can't remember get the break of me, a young youth, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, very young youth, you know. So, um, you know, at the time, boy, the rough car, everybody want to record you. Know? It's like, you know, like it just a swing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who, who you t- your friend now starts to see a different, they not see like Mark anymore, they must see just like an artist, they not say he's a human anymore. It's like mm-hmm. every time you see the money, so no frustration, enough things, and, and because. A man expects you to do something for him at the time and he never do it, him try to lock the door upon you because he has certain power. You know, somebody just say, yo, people say what you want to say, yeah, that's not my concern. I praise the one who wears a crown, the one who sits at the throne, you know, because the Salamanic dynasty is very dear to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I represent, you know. So them songs I'm gonna say if you sit down and tell you about every song, maybe can maybe take half an hour, 30 minutes or more. <laughs> but I'ma say I'm going to say, you know, say what you want to say. That's not my concern. So that I come from some strong inspiration. Mm. Crazy, crazy. I like especially when there's a good story behind a song. Because a lot of times you hear these songs and you don't really know. We're coming up here now. Where was the first place you actually took a plane to where, okay, Warrior King is gone and good. Where was the first place you went to and seen that the people were really receptive to what you Trinidad. were doing? Trinidad was the first place I went. Mm-hmm. Trinidad and Tobago. I went to Trinidad. The first time I took a plane for music was in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Trinidad. I'm a wife of Trinidadian. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the first place I went, I can remember, is Trinidad. So mm-hmm. enough respect to the Trinidad people. It's like my virginity was broken there in terms of like music. You know, the first time I performed outside of Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, the first Caribbean island was Trinidad. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. To even know that full circle, your wife is from Trinidad. She's Trinidad. Yeah, that sure, yeah. I, mean, I, I would even know that. You know, I just let me say, the Father, the Creator, the Most High, Jah, is in Pilar Madison. That's work mysteriously. You know, mm-hmm. you know so sometimes nobody know what tomorrow bring. You have to just be open minded and just and just, just follow your path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let, let the conscience be a guide and guided by divine teachings. You know, so that's what I do. You know, Definitely. good people, bad people, all different type of people. Some people going through relationship stress and. I must say, yo, may I go through that. Sometimes you have to go through them things when you find the right person, you know exactly how to behave and how to be. You understand? So, so don't complain about nothing. Everything you go through life is for a good reason. You, you understand. Somebody like you, you've been around, as I said, for the past 20 years. You've had a lot of highlights. One of the big, big highlights that you've had was when Barack, I think in 2008, Barack yeah. said, 
you were his favorite reggae artist and i think what song did he say was one of his favorite reggae songs also vertisuman vertisuman how did that make you feel coming from somebody like a brock i can tell you something i was i was burning a spliff at the time i was in my underpants watching it on tv i when i when i saw him said it jump it dropped out of my mouth and burned through my underpants and, and burned my little thing. It burned my thing, you know? Yeah, man. <clears throat> it, that was, it was overwhelming, you know? That's crazy oh. just to hear from like a Barack of all people saying yes. this about me. But you know what I did? Mm-hmm. I just give praises more because, you know, great is the most I got, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just give praises every time. For all of the, a lot of artists in the music industry, you know, we are very great singers, even better than myself, really, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and for the former president of America to um, see me as one of his favorite artists, and, and, one, and one of his favorite songs is one of mine. And I also mentioned Bob Marley with that. That, that's, 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 that's a big, that, why don't we know which word in the dictionary? We still look for the word, for, 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 the adjective to freely define that feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. No, that's big, dear, too. And another big moment you had is i know in buffalo they have a day called warrior king day yes that's i think the 11th of june you know how did that come up well how did that come about i, I did a audit i said i did a rebel salute performance mm-hmm. i think the year before and because a, a virgin named ras Drum, a very good virgin of a fa- like family you know i met him there but from that we become family you know like i'm meeting muscle and mm-hmm. the link that's good so i met him uh, he was one of the. Um, he was a journalist. He's a DJ like yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he lived in Buffalo. So he, um. So we heard them about Juneteenth festival. So when I perform, he approached us. Uh, approached my, my wife, really, you know, Leslie Ann, and he, he, he was. He's a fan of my music from a long time, you know. But he said a lot of reggae artists don't want to come to Buffalo because sometimes the budget is not big. But me just tell myself, sir, I didn't know idea is that about the budget. We have to make ourselves known everywhere. If I spread the message, we spread the message, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he invited us there. You know what I mean? And and I went there and in the middle of my performance, when I sing a song called I think Ain't Given Up. You know, Ain't Give that's on my Roots Royal Label and, and Irish Sound International Label. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the song, me see like I make a gesture like um the mayor of Buffalo one I make a but me never really pick up I mean I'm in my zone, you know. And come again and I realize what was going on. So in that whole vibe, you know, it presented me with the um with the with, with the day, Warrior King Day. So that was a blessing also. So yeah. no, no praises. Big up Ras Jomo, big up Empress Leslie, same way for make it possible. So that's the next great um thing in, in my life. I really give thanks for. Definitely, because I again, as I said, you've had a lot of amazing heights, and somebody like you, that's you do a lot of touring. Touring, I think, is you do more touring than you actually do put out songs. So your thing is really always on the road. So in like in the last year of us not really being able to go anywhere. How has that made you feel just being able to just stay in one place for an entire year? Because I know that hasn't happened in a really long time. Well, to me, one of the best things about mm, <laughs> people complain. I'm going to tell you again, I'm going to say it again several times in the same discussion. Everybody thing, and for a good reason, it depends how you take it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best lessons are, come, come harsh, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody telling you the truth, sometimes you don't want to like, like to hear it, but at the end of the day, if you really have a good mind and a good conscience and, and listen to the truth, mm-hmm. you, it works wonders in your life. So even the pandemic you now being stationary in Jamaica, it gave me more time to reflect. It, it, I saw link up with crab, crab and find this song. Maybe if I was in Jamaica, the song with Miss V, African Love, wouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. But, but take time now for 
expect you know you, you give to the public all the time giving giving inspiration you have to take time just like a teacher you have to go to university to study in order you have to absorb in order to give you have to be first being married in, in you know in, in before you lead Mm-hmm. So this time um, is a time we go river almost every day with the river. Cause I live in the country, so almost every day with the river. Spend more time with my family, you know. It give me time for reflect and and check and some of the mistakes we make or some of the I would say mistakes, some of the experiences I've in the past, mm-hmm. what I could do better and maybe where you can make a little adjustment. Cause sometimes you have to listen to the critics of the people, you know. You know what Warrior King me always sing the song, but but come with the, 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 this, you know, just create opportunities. You know what I mean? So whatever bad situation comes good is all you're angry and how you deal with it, you know? So being here in Jamaica, it's kind of strange in terms of we've always been on the road singing night after night after night, signing autographs, doing interviews, being with different people, which I love people because I'm, I'm a very, I'm a people person. I'm very friendly, you know? I'm very humble, you know? So I kind of miss being around people, but at the same time, we have, we have a time, time for rejuvenate and, and strengthen ourselves too, you know? So it's a good thing too, you know? Yes. Definitely. Okay, so then, yeah, so then touring, because when you tour, would you say a lot of times you're out, like, more in the European side or more like Africa? That's your power base? Well, everywhere, Europe, um, America, I'm, I'm a lot on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I've been to Japan, you know, Japan. I've been to China. I've been to Australia. I've been all over the Caribbean. I've been to Canada. A lot of mm-hmm. places, man. I like... You know, I'm say the, the first song set a type of precedence for me. And you know, the first song went big all over the world. So so wherever the song went or the songs went, because you know what the song came out along with album, songs after songs. I'm, most, I mean I, I have a lot of singers, but it really album projects really resonate with the audiences. So so everywhere the song went is like somebody want me there, I, I went, you know what I mean? Come I mean, I build the fan base come I to myself say I think long term. You know, some ads have a one song and them feel like they're the big star. I, mean, I say, yo, I have to go and build a fan base because Jamaica is like the bed. You know, like the Kalalo bed, when they plant mm-hmm. the suckers, it, 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 you can't compete with that. You understand? So, me as an artist, I have to go out there and, 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 and if you have a long-term career, I have to go out there and tour. Sometimes sacrifice for, mm-hmm. for a little bit or nothing sometimes, which I don't mind because, you know, in the long term, it will pay off, you know? So, we, we try to go as much place as we could. Sometimes we have to go with some 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 with, with, with bands and rares right before the show, the day of the show. You know, but now we have my own roots for your band too. So mm-hmm. I have been all over, trust me. America. Um you, you name it, man. We do over nine passports already. That's so wild. You brought it up in the conversation here. Your brand new song called African Love featuring Miss V. Okay. This is a remake of my um, Garnet Silk song, Mama Africa. How did you guys come up with this concept? And especially now, this is a, a different thing for Warrior King. This is more Afrobeats kind of style. It's not the cultural style we usually get from you. How did you come up with this one here? Well, this one, no, no, we must have enough respect to Krabi, no? Mm-hmm. All right. We came into Kingston. I know Krabi, Krabi, Krabi is like my family still, you know? D- different from being a producer. So, you know, my wife, my wife is my manager. Mm-hmm. So we came into Kingston with Link Crab. We got Link Crab, my wife, Link Crab, up our radios. Mm-hmm. So my wife, you know, my wife is more younger than me still. So she always say, you know, you want you to do something different. Because if you make an impact, people know your roots. So people, if you put you on a one job, they know you're always good at that. And you always come positive, you always come clean. You, you, you know, and at the same time, you know, when you go out into the world, you know, um, controversy. You know, um, in this time and age, we see most artists really and really songs. 
you get you do some controversy you do something for social media and that make you popular even without a song but me now me start out a certain way so i want to continue that trend me always say me not, but i love to go through a career without no controversy no fighting no negativity no you know no disrespecting nobody at all even if somebody said something bad about me me now go me now go me wouldn't waste time for write a song about them you understand so my empress always says she want me to afro be with them so it's like she, we got your crab and she had crab a reason about it whole thing and crab say you know me have something and i say play with me here so I played that I say, yo, that really me a wicked and true in me is a garlic silk fan from long time. I love garlic silk. So I say, with a female with a female on the rhythm. So I say, you're a nice a female, but with a want somebody not, not a Jamaican art. You want somebody, even an African want to get more in the African market. You know, you know, Africa as a Rastaman, that's where my art is. You know? So when he give me the rhythm, I'm saying my artist name, Miss V. I never knew about her at that time. But when I go do research, I'm start. Introduced me to her, I said, Wow, she's talented. So, him say, him, so all the rhythm is structure, me have to come with the first verse, and then the phrase that the Gandhi still coming with, she was sing the, the hook. So, so we, we changed that around, and she's the African king. So, that's how the song came, you know, magically. I did my part in Jamaica, my, my, my wife recorded my vocals, you know, at the Roots Wire studio. I have a studio set up at home, you know, Roots Wire production. So, my wife recorded the vocals. And then we send our part to 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 Krab and Krab sent it to Miss V, and Miss V did magic on the song, and African Love is what it is today. Just released today, the 9th of April. Mm-hmm. The 9th of April is the day of re- release, so people can get it on all digital platforms and so forth. You know what I mean? Big, big, big song. And what I like with it, it kept the original vibe, but you could hear the 2021 Afrobeat style in it. So it didn't stray far. It just added some flavor to what existed already. Yeah, because to be honest, I'm also like if you're a teacher in a classroom and you come every day with the same Saturday, after a while, the kids might get boring. So sometimes you have to spice up a little, but the, the message and the, the education and the knowledge remains the same. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, like, uh, like you as a as a radio presenter, you, you have to present. You come, you you you, you interview artists. Sometimes you have to change it up a bit to make it more spicy and interesting for the audience. You know what I mean? So th- that's what I did. You know, Cause, you know, as, as a person, I believe in the most high, and I I never at no point in time, I will never sing something that is outside of what I stand for. No matter who I sing with, no matter what rhythm I go on, you know, and no matter where I am or which company. If I'm if I'm somewhere where everybody sing about gun thing or under woman thing, may I keep my vibes. Whether people like it or not, I'm gonna be warrior king. You know me. So and this Afrobeat thing, you know, is a, is a, it resonate with you them, especially in Africa. The Afrobeat thing is popular, so I have a, a, a infused with a reggae vibe because the phrase, the, 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 um, the piano phrase you hear it in it is is mm-hmm. is is, is, is like sound. So we still have the original thing on it. So it was very it was very interesting and it, it brought out greatness out of me. You know. So give thanks to Krabba Genius for this wonderful production. And big up my wife and manager also on this one. Definitely big, big song there. I have a few more questions before I get you out here. When it came to thing there, you just mentioned something also. What was it like your very first time going to Africa to perform? You know, I never performed in Africa before. I went to Gambia to, in 2015. I went to Gambia, but I was invited by the president. Mm-hmm. I, I was, um, Nico, you know, Lucky Doobie? Mm-hmm. His daughter, his daughter was invited there. I, I, I was also, I guess, there too. So I was there for about a week or two weeks. I was just as I just just there, moving with the president, like he took me all over the place and you know, with a security guard on me. So it was it's a great feeling. It reminded me of Jamaica in a sense. Can you call it? I'm gone. I'm Gambia, little Jamaica. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like Jamaican getting the fruits and look bigger, you know what I mean? And when you're going to the market, it's like, you know, remember when the, when the, when the movie name, um, when the movie name Black Panther, that's yeah. her name? Mm-hmm. You remember when the movie come out, everybody going to the theater and dress up in an Africa attire? Mm-hmm. When we go to the market, go buy vegetables, I saw everybody dressing at the market to sell. So if it's just royal, royal people, you know? It was mm-hmm. wonderful. You know, in, in, in Gambia, it's really a Muslim state. But what me they like about the president, he, he respect Christians. So mm-hmm. he gave Christians the right to worship as they choose and Muslim. So so I like the vibes there, you know what I mean? I believe in a religious tolerance. I don't fight against no one faith. You know, I respect everyone too. You know? That, that's actually good where you have your beliefs. We could speak about it, but that doesn't mean I'm going to force it on you. You believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. You walk away, we're all happy. Yeah, man, I want God same way, man, you know? Same God to follow rain and make the sun shine and the breeze blow and give me light. The same creator we talk about. Most of us read from the same books, the Bible, same way, you know what I mean? So I just people just have to have tolerance and open mind, be open-minded. Mm-hmm. You're you're probably one of the best people to, to ask this question to. Because right now, when it comes to dancehall music, there's a narrative mm-hmm. in Jamaica right now saying that dancehall music incites violence you as an artist now that knows the power of what you say you put on a record you put it on cd streaming or whatever the case is do you believe that dance hall reggae music or music in general incites any type of violence uh, what i can say first you see when i read the bible mm-hmm. it teaches me that life and death is in the power of the tongue mm-hmm. your words can create and your words can destroy mm-hmm. so i don't have a problem with dance and music but you see it's a choice of lyrics mm-hmm. Some of the artists, some of the, a lot of artists don't want to take responsibility for their words because they say it's entertainment. But the Bible says singers, Psalms 87 says singers and players of instruments are my screens are indeed. So whether they want to accept it or not, when you get the gift of being a musician or inter, in an entertainment field, your influence, your influence is great. So if you write music, advocate um, promoting violence or um, demeaning women, somebody going to take up your, your, your song out there and, and bring it to reality. You might do it for fun or do it just to make the buck, you know what I mean? So so that's the problem, you know. It, it, it not say, it's not the it's not um the, the dance and music, the negative that I have good dance and music too, you know. The negative music um is not the only thing that contribute um contributes to the, the violence and crime. There's a n- numerous things, you know, but it's it's one of the contributing factors. So as I said before, life and death in the power of the tongue. As a man that believes in the creator, I believe that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whether you want to believe it or not. You know, so we have a responsibility as entertainers, as artists, and we can, because we're not teacher in a classroom where I have 20 students or 30 students. Me sitting right now is Warrior King and thousands of people, hundreds of people listening all over the world. Mm-hmm. You understand? And people are influenced by the music, you know, music. When me, when me know about Rastafari, I know about the Bible, I know about Jah, Marcus Garvey, me first learn them things in the music. You understand? And me say, when me listen to Bounty Killer back in the days, me have flexed like a rude boy. You understand? So we end up getting expelled from school because they try to portray a certain thing based upon the musical inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that it, it, it impacts and it it, 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 it helps to instigate crime and violence, but it's not the only factor. You have movies, you have all different types of things, you know what I mean? But as I say, I repeat, life and death are in the power of the tongue. You understand? So we have to be careful what we speak because what we speak can become reality and we can become monsters where you become torment you in the last, you know what I mean? You understand? I, I sing a song about virtuous woman. And I I, I I give thanks to Jah because I have found a virtue. So I, I sing my reality into reality. You know what I mean? My words become reality. So me, me sing about a virtuous woman, Proverbs 31, and me can conf- confidently say that I have a virtuous woman in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so what you sing can affect you 
negatively or positively sometime down the road, you know? I affect people around you. For sure, you definitely... Look, look, like, look at the vibes cartel, my father thing. Remember when mm -hmm. the clash people start to lick around and start killing one another, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it influences people. Them might, them, they might not be the one who... who they might do it for entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like on, I, I, like on a start out still, to be honest. Mm -hmm. One second, one second. They, they can be the one that's singing songs for fun because I said, as i started out i used to sing some songs anything come to my mouth but no because i know the the power of words mm -hmm. ah me can't tell you something you know me can't tell you something right now muscle and it mm -hmm. hurt you for the rest of your life you know and a man thumping on your face you know and maybe after three days or two days you forget about that but me tell you something and for the rest of your life you never forgive me for that you always even though you forgive me but you just have me on a different level because i was said to you you have me, you have me in a positive way or you can have me in a negative way so I just that me I say you know life and death is in the power of the tongue and we have to take responsibilities with great power come great responsibility that's how we want to wrap up that part you know you understand 100% last question I have for you before I get you out of here you've had right now your career's great career for the past 20 years what would you say has been the highest point in your career so far and has been the lowest point in your career so far well, the highest part, the highest part, you know, everything was started beautiful. You know, the first song mm -hmm. that set the precedence. So a lot of people expect a certain level of music from Warrior King. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that would be a great thing. And even the, you know, the Migo when Obama said I was his favorite artist, the, so many good up and, you know, but one of the lowest point, I think, when we never proper management structure around me, mm -hmm. that was one of the lowest point. But the good thing about it, I'm going to say, I always tell myself, even though my wife managing me, I'm a manager as before, I always tell myself that the most is my manager, you know? Mm -hmm. So 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 even though, you know, even though one time I feel like I was at the mercy of the waves, you know, when a ship without rudder is out there, like a ship without a rudder, the ship is at the mercy of the waves. So it, it the waves box your left and box your right and you have to go everywhere. But when you have a rudder, you can more root the thing. So at one point in my career, I, I felt like I, I, I was like a rudderless ship. You know what I mean? But through my faith and my conviction, and because of the powers of song that I sang in the past, kept me afloat. Even when I was going through some rocky times, but because of the songs that I sing, that's why I, mean, I encourage every artist, make sure you sing songs with substance that can like, come Every song me sing, make sure even the, the new song with Krabba sing, the Krabba mm -hmm. produce, that will last ever. Every one of my songs will last ever like Bob Marley sang them. You know, me, me, I cannot be Bob Marley and I don't want to be Bob Marley. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to be the best of who I am. And I'm going to shine my light as bright as I can to, we, to whoever I meet and wherever I go. That's what I can do. Even though I'm not perfect, but if you correct me, most if you see me up on the road, I hear me sing a song. I say, Warrior, you know, say, I feel like you got half keep on a song, they pull it down. Me, I will listen to you. I'm me not, me not, so, not so egoistic, you know what I mean? So a wise man take it instruction, a wise woman take it instruction also. You totally understand that. Listen, this conversation has been so great. We've learned so much. And again, get to see in the person behind the music is always so enlightening because you hear the music. Yeah, that's cool. But you might not even believe what you're singing because, you know, okay, I could sing a cultural song and get a big forward, make some money and all that. But you don't believe none of that that you're singing. But you could see clearly you believe in what you're saying and you believe, as you said, words have power and i mean words have meaning they matter and you on somebody like you understand that yeah first at first time i saw my wife today right i mm -hmm. saw her in a plane we met in the sky mm -hmm. and i said you're beautiful 
I like it for be my wife and look at today's shop, three children for me. So in the beginning was what? Mm -hmm. In the beginning was, was the what? The word. Word, I use my word before people get physical. I use my word and captivate her attention. And then she gave me her time a day. And today she's my wife. She's my manager and she's the mother of my children. She's my best friend. So me know the power of words. Well, some people don't want to accept it, but I know. Mm -hmm. You understand? Crazy. Is there anything you want to big up? Anything you want the people to know? Leave some contact info also so they could check out what you have coming up. Yeah, I want to big you up first, you know, for the opportunity. Big you up, big up muscle, you know, the whole team, you know, big up all the people tuning up, all the people who've been supporting working and good music, reggae music, you know, and good music of all genres, as a matter of fact, you know. Um, for social media, you know, Instagram, it's Warrior King 9, 9, the number 9, it's perfection. Twitter is the same thing, you know. If you Google Warrior King, it's Warrior King and uh, Warrior King Viva for YouTube channel. It's 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 fairly young, so never bear me. I'm coming from an era where we never used to use social media, so I try to catch up with the youths them now. So we need the support, right? Warrior King Nine Viva, Warrior King Nine Instagram, Warrior King Nine Twitter and Facebook, you know, Warrior King. And for bookings, management, you contact Mrs. Dyer, Leslie and Dyer at Roots with a Z rootswarriormusic at gmail.com and I just want to tell the people with everything that's going on no, I know the media is bombarded with the whole pandemic and people worrying some people think says the last days all them things there but you know prophecy have to fulfill but at the same time hold firm to your faith whether you are a Muslim a Rastafarian whatever your, 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 your belief may be this is the time to hold firm in your faith keep healthy eat healthy think healthy drink healthy and just try to show love to everybody you meet because people are going through hell right now you know what i mean so the, so so if just a smile to somebody that can change somebody's day so keep positive think positive and see everybody as a brother you no matter the color of your skin because all of us are equal in the sight of the most side black white or yellow we all created by the same supreme being bless the love everyone thanks for having me muscle and i wish you all the best i made food boss it never go empty i made the most i can today bless you and thank you for persevering with us because this is the third time we attempt to make it happen but you know we, we, you, you hear the song if you fail you just try again you know rough road right and if you fail once more you better what try, try again, again. <laughs> and that's what we did and you know we'll we, we make it we'll make it over the over the hill right over the mountain so give thanks all praises to the most high you see yeah thank man. you so very much before i get you out of here leave us with something before we go Shuba shuba, shuba shuba day, shuba shuba, shuba 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 day, shuba shuba, shuba shuba day, yeah 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 yeah. Now the real man can live without a woman, like night to day he said a woman to her man. She's essential to his purpose and his mission. Good woman is a glory to her man. She never take the power she lets make him a better man. Every great man has a virtuous woman. Woman is say you love me. You never leave me alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never go to the wrong congregation. Why? Why, 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 why? Your muscle are burnt pagan, so I'll never go where the pagans go. Never do what the eaters do, cause Rastafari give it. Say what you want to say, yeah, yeah. Yo, that is not my concern. I will never lose my way, yeah, yeah. Forward me going, no time to reverse. Them can't get African queen, African ayata. 
essence of beauty, rich in culture. I will never trade you for another. Greatness runs in the end. I got so much love for you, my darling. When I'm with you, there's nothing missing. Love you, woolly hair and your chocolate skin, Mama Africa sing. Hey, you know, bless the love. This is Warrior King. You're into muscle. This is Warrior King, Rastafora. <laughs> Warrior King, thank you so very much. Let me give you an outro because that was a perfect way to end this conversation here. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. Rastafari. Bless the love. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinesmusichut.com.